we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study. For August 26, 2019, the next report is entitled Hybrids and Little Green Men Are Real, say U.S. Army General Mark Miley. And here's a picture of General, several pictures of him actually, in the PDF. General Mark Miley, 39th U.S. Army Chief of Staff. Uh, this was taken during a speech for the 100th anniversary of the ROTC. A shocker was revealed by General Mark Miley, the 39th U.S. Army Chief of Staff, during a, his long keynote address for the ROTC Centennial Symposium at Norwich University in Vermont on April 21st, 2016. Now, I have read this quote before, but I think it's worth, it's bear, it bears repeating. Uh, in the three years since then, it has pretty much gone unnoticed. Well, it's not gone unnoticed, it's just been suppressed. The portion of his speech containing this gem is transcribed below. So here's here's the, the part of the speech that's where, you know, he talks about this. He's addressing the ROTC, okay, the Centennial Symposium, and it says, if the world of 1916 was complex, or if the world of 1945 was complex, now he's in reference to World War One and World War Two there, the world of 2016 is intensely complex, and I can tell you that from personal experience, I know there are plenty of others who can tell you that as well, and and you will graduate, and you will be in that world, and you're going to be leading the soldiers, the sailors, the airmen, and the marines in that world. You'll be dealing with terrorists. You'll be dealing with hybrid armies. You'll be dealing with little green men. I'm not, this is serious, he said this. These are quotes. You'll be going you'll you're going to be dealing with tribes. You'll be dealing with national and local leaders. You'll be dealing with politics and economics. Now notice how he, he inserted the hybrid armies and the little green men in the midst of that, I think to kind of, you know, <laughs> maybe, you know, tone it down a little bit amidst all of the other things he was saying. You'll be dealing with politics and economics. You'll be dealing with direct fire and indirect fire. You're going to be dealing with it all, and it's going to be dealt with simultaneously. And for that, you're going to have to be ready. Now, if you wish to listen to the general's entire speech, copy and paste this video title into your YouTube search bar. It's Todd Lecture Series, General Mark Miley, U.S. Army Chief of Staff. That's how if you want to actually hear the whole thing. Next report, human clones living among us. They look like us, talk like us, even seem to think like us, and yet they are not. Human clones, complete biological duplicates. Could they soon be living among us? According to some researchers, they already are. Multiple whistleblowers have testified that human cloning was developed by highly classified black budget military project now you know you go to the the lead report on drudge right now this second and the the one of them is big tech playing social scores which we already talked about that but right underneath it human era ending with a question mark and it's it's from ms it's it's from nbc news okay mainstreamnews.com and it's and you know what it says you do you realize what the 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 title of this says it says cyborgs will replace humans and remake the world. James Lovelock says, Our supremacy as the prime understanders of the cosmos is rapidly coming to an end. Well, what's a cyborg? Cyborg is something that's, that's part machine, part human. But it's not fully human. 
and it cannot be saved because Jesus Christ did not come back to earth to save cyborgs or hybrids or hybrids or chimeras or Nephilim. Didn't, that's not why he died on the cross. It's just for humanity. And this is why it's so important for Satan to corrupt our DNA and to create cyborgs, which are half, well, a part human, part machine. And I really believe that those that are going to take the mark of the beast, they're going to be classified as a cyborg because that chip is going to be more than just a microchip. It's going to be something that controls you. And um, I'm sure there'll be benefits from a cyborgian standpoint. But And I'm sure there's probably a lot of other things you can do to upgrade your, your system. I mean, but you won't have any. The Bible says if you take the mark of the beast, you know, that's it. You know, you're bound for the lake of fire, ultimately. So I, I never, you know, I, that, I'm very firm on that. The Bible's very, very firm on that. There's no reason that you would ever, ever take the mark of the beast, no matter if it means getting beheaded or not, you know. You don't do it, ever. Unless you want, want to end up in hell and then the lake of fire. So, uh, but they're saying right here, you know, it says, for tens of thousands of years, so they're pushing the whole evolution garbage. Humans have reigned as the planet's only intelligent, self-aware species, but the rise of intelligent machines means that could soon change, perhaps in our own lifetimes. Not after that, Homo sapiens could vanish from the Earth entirely, which is what their ultimate goal is. This is, this is like the, the main report on Drudge right now. So, you know, this, this isn't far-fetched anymore. When I first started coming out with the alien agenda stuff, you know, I know I lost a lot of listeners. I, I'm sure me coming out of a Baptist, independent, fundamental, King James-only background, that really, you know, oh boy, he's really got off in left field looking at him. But, you know, <laughs> the thing is, is it's just becoming more and more and more obvious that this is one main part of the agenda. And the defiling of our DNA is very, very important to Satan because it was really important to Satan during Noah's day. And it got so bad, and I believe humanity's DNA got so corrupted from the Nephilim on the planet that God had to destroy the whole earth, save the occupants on the ark. And he had to start over. He had to hit the reset button because everything had been so corrupted from a DNA standpoint. Well, they're trying, Jesus Christ said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Well, that's the days we're in right now. So we should expect to see humanity's DNA being corrupted and it is being corrupted the chemtrails spray nanoparticles and, and only God knows what that's doing all the EMFs that's that's messing with our DNA the GMO foods you know everything they're pumping into all of the different things we're putting into our bodies and putting on our bodies and these types of things the electromagnetic frequencies all of these are attempts to corrupt our DNA to a certain extent um so and vaccines are, are one of the the most direct way they can corrupt our DNA. Since 38, we've been making clone people. Since 1938 is what that particular whistleblower was saying. Some of your favorite entertainers have been secretly replaced with clones. What about politicians or world leaders? Oh, the Hillary ones are, I mean, there's, there's all of these different and various ones of Hillary, particularly when she was running for president where, you know, they're showing two side by side and one is a, one doesn't look anything like the other almost i mean they're they're so dissimilar one is looks to be about 30 at least 30 pounds heavier totally different hairstyle uh, the face looks different i mean just totally different and they're 
but they're 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 marching these things out at the same time well, this is when hillary you know couldn't keep it together and she had all of those where she was fainting and blacking out and all that stuff so i believe they had to, they had to march out different versions of these things in order to keep the the her candidacy going welcome to a brave new world of human cloning where complete duplicates of anyone living or dead can be created to order have I met a clone? Yeah, I think I met some clones before. See? Really? So this is a famous rapper they're interviewing. Now, with stunning new scientific breakthroughs and several celebrities, including Nicki Minaj and B.O.B., tweeting about human Yeah, Nicki Minaj, my tears have dried and I know that no weapon formed against me will prosper. Searching for people who can relate. Stop human cloning. Uh... And then another rapper, I guess, B.O.B., are you going to talk about the cloning centers in the speech tonight? Please don't take our rifles. <laughs> I guess he was probably talking to Trump. I don't know. So, see, this is well known in, in, in certain aspects of Hollywood. And what happens is, is when their programming starts to kind of come undone or unravel, they're most likely all MK Ultra mind control slaves that are Luciferians. And when they start to have some of these moments of clarity... They'll say things like this, and then probably what happens is, is they're taken back in and reprogrammed or replaced with another clone. What was once relegated to the realm of science fiction now appears to be a reality. It's time to take a closer look at human cloning. In 1997, Researchers in Scotland created worldwide controversy when they announced the successful cloning of the first mammal, Dolly the sheep. Cloning. Cloned from an adult sheep in a laboratory. The first adult mammal to be successfully cloned. The news was that scientists in Scotland had successfully... It's not the first adult mammal, okay? It's just the first one that they publicly admitted to. Cloned a sheep in a laboratory. If a lamb, why not a man? The front page of Time magazine asked, will there ever be another you? January 24th, 2018. Scientist at the Chinese Academy of Sciences and Now, if you're if you're skeptical about this, he's showing all of the reports in the background where this is going on and they're openly admitted. This is a BBC report, first monkey clones created in Chinese laboratory. So, understand this is all backed up with mainstream news reports most of this. Institute of Neuroscience in Shanghai announced the first successful cloning of a rhesus monkey, breaking a key barrier to the development of human clones. But is this achievement really the first of its kind? It is generally accepted that classified government research projects are typically two or three decades ahead of their open source equivalents, meaning the technological and scientific advancements made by the shadow government are roughly 30 years ahead of what is available to the general public. Oh, now you know we're going about cloning. Cloning techniques, uh, since 38, we've been, 1938, they've been making clone people. There's eight countries making clones. This is George Green, former, former insider and whistleblower. I have a doctor okay, friend that all does where treat you, the clones. Where do you get your information? I get it from some of the people that are willing to come forth, and they talk to me because 
they hope I'll put the information out because they always got two people following them and they may be killed. If I start talking about cloning too much, the people that get involved into that uh, disappear. So I don't go into too many more details. But there are inform there is information that's available. Uh, if you guys can rent a video, uh, the boys from Brazil, rent it because in it it gives you the exact way it, how our government's been making people. Really? Right. Yeah, from method. Call. I mean, making people meaning yep. temporary people. No, walking, talking ones. Meaning yep. through genetics. You're not talking about that. No, let me tell you. Let me. The movie shows it, but I'll share it with you right now. All right. All I need to do is take two cells off. And of this is an old movie. I, I, the movie's like from I think seventies, maybe early eighties. We're talking. They've 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 been. But again, this is a Kabbalistic principle where they have to tell you what they're doing. Or, or, or what they're doing to, uh, or releasing into humanity before they do it, because then you're considered warned. And from a Luciferian standpoint, okay, now the game is good. The game is square. We're, we're, we're all squared. You've been warned, and therefore your blood's off our hands type of thing. Your body, yours. Uh-huh. We give them a small electrical charge. I'm just going act like a fertilized egg. If I got a fertilized egg, all I need is a receiver in order to make it. So they were hypnotizing women, you know, said they were being invaded by aliens. And the fetus starts growing, right? Needs food. Well, they can use cows and sheep, too. Again, a food source. That's all we need. After about 14 weeks, all of a sudden, that fetus is gone. Because they've learned to take, that's when the fetus starts developing its own blood supply. Then they've used a pituitary hormone extract that they have, which accelerates the being that grows. I knew that in 1996 the BBC reported secret human cloning had gone on five years before uh, in places like South Korea, England, and other areas. But you were able to dig up a Time Life magazine article. What year is this from? 1965. And in here they, they've got photos of uh, human clones, cow clones, uh, embryonic growing and artificial wombs. I thought the clones started in about 1990. This admits they were doing it in the 60s. Dr. Peter Beter was appointed by President John F. Kennedy to serve as the general counsel for the Export-Import Bank of the United States. In 1979, long before Dolly the Sheep, he indicated cloning research was actually far ahead of what the public had been led to believe stating that many animals had already been successfully cloned. Then, of course, there are clones. That is, creatures which are reproduced by artificial means by which are exact duplicates of an original. Clones of all kinds of animals have been produced successfully in the laboratory, but that is not what bothers people. In the recent past, it has been claimed that human clones are also possible and that some may already be in existence. These last claims about human clones have been ridiculed, denied, and suppressed by all kinds of officials. Also in 1979, Robert McKinnell, professor of genetics and cell biology at the College of Biological Sciences, University of Minnesota, wrote, It has been reported that mice and some large domestic animals have been cloned. Because the reproductive biology of humans is similar to that of mice and other mammals, it is likely that humans could be cloned. If statements like this were being made in the late 70s, what advancements might they have today? It's just a straightforward procedure. 
this is not not something real complicated. They've been cloning all kinds of mammals. Don't you think that they had the ability to clone people? Technically, to clone this is Fritz Springmeier, the researcher. Person is no more complicated than it is to clone a cow or a pig. It's it's. There's a few little differences in the steps, the procedures, but as far as compli uh, complications, it's just as easy. And I'm going to suggest to you that the Illuminati not only have the motive to uh, clone, but they have the means. And if they have the motive the means, what's that mean? It means that they're doing it. Since then, human cell cloning has helped the study of diseases like Parkinson's, but cloning humans would simply be unfair. Clone of a major baseball player, you'd expect that child to be a baseball player. He might not want, he might want to play soccer. Are we really to believe that the shadow government and Illuminati are restrained by ethical boundaries? In 2012, Villagers in the south of Russia stumbled on a gruesome discovery. Biological waste barrels were found containing 248 human fetuses. The mystery surrounding the source of the children's bodies led to conjecture by police and medical officials, with some experts speculating they had been the result of a top-secret Russian cloning project. But as Artie's Sean Thomas found out, some experts think the fetuses could even be the product of cloning. We do know that uh, all of the fetuses that are in question here uh, were terminated between 22 and 26 weeks. This is well past the 12-week mark, which is considered legal abortion in Russia. Uh, and after 22 weeks, uh, women can only have an abortion only for medical necessary reasons. So uh, is this an illegal abortion operation or is this scientific research? Uh, no one really knows. They're trying to get to the bottom of that. We talked to one uh, medical doctor. This is what they had to say about the subject. This looks like some sort of thriller where organs were removed from fetuses to extract essences that theoretically can be used to rejuvenate people. It may sound a bit fantastical, but these fetuses could have been the product of cloning, despite its universal ban. And that's why they were thrown out like that, since these were not future human beings, but half-human, half-artificial creatures. One of the most common motivations for cloning is for replacement organs. Theoretically, a clone could be created from which healthy replacement organs could be harvested with the exact same DNA. Now, the reason was that our scientists were all excited because we could have spare parts. If you need a heart or a liver or anything, you won't have any rejection. It's your own DNA, right? Okay. What if somebody were to create a carbon copy of themselves just simply to have some spare parts? If your heart goes or your lung fails, well, now you've got an exact copy that should be able to get implanted right into your body and you're good to go. Such a scenario is depicted in the 2005 thriller The Island. You're clones. You're copies of people out here in the world. What? Clones? What? Copies? What are you talking Why? about? Why? Some hag trophy wife needs new skin for a facelift or one of them gets sick and they need a new heart they, they take it from you he's he's breaking the news to these clones that they're just spare parts and they're 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 having this realization of what's going on here in this movie but and again hollywood always telegraphs their punches celebrities 
There are many reasons why an entertainer might be a top choice to be cloned. Entertainers are themselves valuable commodities, earning mega millions for their record companies and studios. However, if they decide they want to quit or something tragic happens to one of them, studios stand to lose considerable investment. Replacement clones are easier to control and manipulate, attracting less attention than an outright assassination and allowing the owners to regain control and continue earning money. The Illuminati are said to have cloned many celebrities. Have I met a clone? Yeah, I think I met some clones before. See? Really? So there's clones amongst us. The rapper Gucci Mane was sent to prison for possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. But it was his return less than three years later that sparked controversy among fans. Not only had the rapper lost a considerable amount of weight, but his speech and mannerisms seemed to have changed as well. Who just told me? Yeah, we gotta get you in. Two gangsters. Keep this crap. I don't even understand what he's saying, but evidently this is not what he acted like before, I guess. I, I don't know. What do you want for lunch for today? Just fruit, veggies, and water. Okay, okay, so I guess they were showing what he acted like before, which was more like a kind of a ghetto street thug kind of guy, and now he's a lot more polished all of a sudden and he's lost all kind of weight so yeah it, it's very very strange i have to admit that's light. it very light okay. i wanted to go light but excessive this yeah. is the same guy you were just hearing where you could barely hear any and it was like in un un you couldn't even understand the words he was trying to utter and this guy is like polished he's about 30 to 40 pounds lighter he looks totally different, yet it's supposedly the same guy. Plain but opulent. <laughs> Some even speculate that people from the past are being cloned and brought to life again as leading actors. Okay, they're showing a picture of um, oh, the girl from Hunger Games and a actress from, it looks like the 50s, or maybe early 60s. And I mean, they're just dead ringers for one another. I mean... Jennifer Lawrence, they're just dead ringers. Such theories point to the uncanny resemblance uh, some stars show. And yeah, this is, oh boy, I, for, I forget the names of all these people, but they're, they're showing different stars and different people in the past that, I mean, they're just dead ringers for. To figures from the past. Eddie Murphy, wow. Boy, this one with Eddie Murphy, man, it looks like the same exact guy. I mean, totally. Oh, Nicolas Cage was the second one they showed. And I'm talking about old pictures. I'm talking about like some picture from like 1910. And it looks like the same guy. Like with Eddie Murphy and Nicolas Cage and this. Talent can be hard to come by. Imagine a world where legendary musicians or artists could be brought back to life. What would a modern day Mozart create? Obsessed collectors will pay ungodly amounts for memorabilia owned by their favorite stars. But the ultra-wealthy could have the real thing brought back to life for their amusement. The elite have fiendish desires. If, for instance, one fantasized about a particular starlet, they could have a clone of them made as a sex slave. Politicians could be using clones as doubles for speaking events, etc. Yeah, they're, they're showing the ones of Hillary, and they're so bad. I mean, one looks like 
25 years younger and and it's the same exact era where you know they 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 bring one out for one engagement and they bring one out for another you know it's it's not even close having body doubles and lookalikes has long been common for world leaders also if a genuine candidate was elected president and didn't acquiesce to the shadow government's control he or she could be replaced with a clone under mk ultra mind control right now again maybe 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 that's what happened to trump after february because i mean i understand i could have i could have done more to expose him but i'm telling you there was a turning point in february that was very tangible and this guy's flipped the script and i i have read several things about that there's several clones for trump and i don't know whether that might be but again he has been owned lock stock and barrel by the rothschilds for decades but that doesn't mean that he might have not always wanted maybe he really did trump maybe really had good intentions when he got into all i don't know i'm not going to give him that pass okay but i'm just saying let's say he did and then he got out of line and they're like well okay we're taking this one out and we're putting this one in and that they can do that several celebrities have tweeted about human cloning or cloning centers others seem to be giving cryptic references in songs or music videos through the mass media the shadow elite seem to be conditioning the public to the idea of cloning several movies and television shows seem to be hinting at the existence of human cloning one such show is the simpsons a sitcom already known for predictive programming and the use of seemingly inside knowledge as clones of homer and family guy okay i'm not going to play this part because it's a little bit perverted um just muting this part out owned yourself will you death what the new york times recently revealed that barbara streisand had cloned her beloved dog the fact that pet cloning is now available for those willing to pay 50 grand raises the likelihood that in the near future it would be possible to actually pay for human clones could it be the New York Times story? 50 grand it cost her to clone her dog. ...was done to gauge the general public And it's showing, her, it's showing her with her... I don't know if there's multiple clone dogs or just one, but, I mean, she's got three dogs in her lap. ...effect of cloning and the various ethical issues it raises. So do you believe human cloning is taking place? Okay, so we have that and again i'm trying to string some stuff along here where you know um we're seeing some cross confirmation we're kind of doing a little mini study on this in this particular part okay so this is adam green uh doing a group interview with um israeli news live uh, i believe it's the gentleman and his wife and I, i'm going to play about 11 minutes of this clip and this is talking about some of these uh uh, kind of along the lines of these subjects that we're talking about today. Over you. Mm -hmm. and Law of Kings, that reminds me of the King's Torah that was written by the, the West Bank extremist settler. Yeah. And I've heard that he, that was actually funded uh, uh, indirectly from the Kushners. Wow. Whoa. We didn't yeah. know that. 
Wow. Do you and know? that is so supremacist. I've covered that. You know, it's about like talking about what rights we'll have and nobody's going to have any land and the Moshiach is in control of everything, basically. The Sanhedrin in charge. It's funny, you know, Rick, I saw Rick. They were talking about the Noahide laws and we have talked about that in some recent studies. True News is calling the, the Christians that surround Trump. There's a new documentary on Netflix coming out about the Christians around Trump. I, I, I doubt they're going to say anything about the Zionist and Chabad connections at all. But he calls it the Sanhedrin that surrounds Trump. Right. Exactly. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's right. But anyway, back to King's Torah. I think it was written by, wasn't it Shapira also? Isn't the name of... Sure. No, maybe not. Um, we, we can look it up, but I have posted it on Facebook about months ago, and I forgot the name of a rabbi because so many names of rabbis, it's hard to remember them all. But anyway, the uh, Gurwitz, Yossi Gurwitz, who is an Israeli, he's an ex-Orthodox Jew. Did you look him up, Adam? I told you to look him up. Yossi Gurwitz. Uh -huh. I don't, I don't remember now. Okay, if you look him incredible, up, incredible guy. We, we you're going to love, life. you're going to love his uh, video called "When Israel Becomes Mighty." That's the name of. I saw, I've seen that. I've seen oh, that guy. See? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. he's talking yeah. about that book as a bestseller in Israel. He says it's, it's basically they, they have it in every Israeli school. Okay, they teach in public schools from this book. And that particular book endorses killing of Gentile babies because in the future they might become terrorists. Right. Well, you know, here's the... It's, it's, okay, now let's get into something there. Right. Two things. The Chinese already are using DNA to determine whether or not the person has the potential to be a criminal. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right? Wow. This is yes. technology they got from Israel. Yes, exactly. All right, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something that's not made public. Israel is also doing the same technology. I know this from those in the intelligence community in Israel. Israel also is heavily involved in the DNA technology and they're able to determine certain traits in the individual. And Israel is looking at possibly doing the same thing that China is doing and that is sending people to rehabilitation training based on DNA. Based on their DNA possibilities of what their signature DNA could be. All right? And that's not being brought out nowhere. All right, now, on top of that, on top of that, on one of the contacts that I have, and I've got multiple contacts that come out of Israel there, they made a slip up in one of their messages to me there. And they said to me, they said, Steve, right now, the Israelis are working with the angels and not all of them are bad. That was the slip. No, no, they're working with fallen angels. And that's why I played this clip. Right there. Not all of them are bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Some of them are sorry for what they did. That's <laughs> the fallen Nephilim. He's sorry for what they did. Well, sorry, fallen angel, but that's not going to get you out of Tartarus, which is a special compartment of hell and ultimately the lake of fire. Okay. I say that the special compartment of hell because that's where it, it talks about, I believe in Peter, where it says that they're reserved in chains under this great day. Those were the angels that fell during Noah's day, but I believe other angels have fell since then. And how do I prove that? Well, there were giants in the earth when they went into the promised land. Where did those giants come from? Where did those Nephilim come from? Well, the ones that were 
the Bible says the ones that sinned in Noah's day were bound up in chains of Tartarus unto this day. So it had to be other angels that fell, most likely, that created them. So these these are the and, and you know this has been a theme I've I've covered this over and over that Hollywood's put out where there's there's these good angels and then there's the bad but the good yeah we fell and we're not in fellowship with God but we're sorry for for what we did and we're what what a deception straight from the pit of hell there's either holy angels or there's wicked angels okay there's no in between there's no gray area but evidently these are ones that are sorry for what they did okay so we know they're wicked and evil they're just lying about and he's because he'd already told me he said these guys have 1000 plus iqs and he told me he says we're in over our heads and he names the names he names that we're talking about tech giants in the dna research in israel and he's and the, and this, and the guy that i'm working with sits down and has dinner with these guys so wow. but they basically right. he said well from what i've heard the rothschilds at the end of every day they have a meeting with lucifer with satan he literally shows up they've got like so many chairs or whatever and one chair is reserved for lucifer and he shows up at the at the uh end of the day and gives them their marching order for the next day at the head of the table I, i've known about that for for decades that that's the case so these fallen angels are really the ones that are in control of the show as as far as planet earth goes as far as satan's kingdom and they've gotten to the point where with key players key players um and most likely bloodlines in the illuminati they're going to show up and give them their direct marching orders so this really doesn't surprise me over their head he said they're working with these angels and he said not all of them are bad he's talking about <laughs> nephilim he's talking or not nephilim but nephilim nephilim and nephilim are two different ones nephilim are the angels themselves that fell Okay. And you have to remember, right. if you read the book of Enoch, Enoch says they would be involved in our governmental systems all the way to the consummation, which is to the very end. Mm -hmm. right. is, we right. know this. And he told me, though, he said, he said, Steve, he said, the guy... And see, this is really where the rubber meets the road. This is what's going on behind the scenes. This is really the source of wickedness. This is the, the fountainhead of wickedness when it comes to what drives the illuminati where, where are they getting their marching orders where are they getting their power from where are they getting their money from because we could focus on the individual all day long whether that indiv individual is a hybrid a hubert a, a not even fully human but what is actually giving them their marching orders and that is obviously satan at the head and then his fallen angels underneath him and then you've got demons and devils and things of this nature so I mean, this is really where the rubber meets the road. This is really where the spiritual battle is. And, and I like, you know, I can sit here and talk about current events all day long, but this is what is emanating and operating through these wicked, evil politicians and through the pedivores and all the child sex trafficking and all the wickedness that we report on because they vampirize off this. They, they feed off this. We're in over our heads. They are looking, get this, Adam. They are looking for individuals right now. This is why this DNA has been going global with people. They're trying to get people's DNA. Yeah. He said we're looking for certain people with a certain genetic marker because they have the ability and the aptitude to do what these beings want them to be able to do. Wow. So that's why there's this big push to get all of our DNA. 
the 23 and me and all the other stuff that they're doing just understand there's a wicked agenda behind it ultimately yeah. I well, that's a lot to take in. <laughs> you're, you're, saying, you're saying Israeli it. intelligence is talking to fallen angels that have thousand IQs, mm. and and what was the last part? Exactly, and of course we're talking about they're, they are doing DNA testing, Adam, and looking and they're for looking for certain, certain people with looking certain, for, and mm. they're doing experiments with those people. He would they asked. One guy that I work with, they asked him to do the DNA test because they thought he might have that possibility. He said he was too afraid to do it. He said because they're doing experiments on these people to see if they have that aptitude. And he said, Steve, he said, this is all experimental. He said, Nick, it could go bad on you as well. And that's when he told me, he said, they admit they're in over their heads. The people that are in the high-tech companies that are working with this are in over their heads. Now, that's the same thing I was told from Washington, D.C., when I was working with my uh, source there, when we were talking about Iran, and Iran having this technology that China's been sharing with them, and he said, Steve, we're in over our heads. And he said, the big danger for America is going to be our East Coast. But they got the sleeper cells. And I got another source. I have to throw this one on you too, Adam. Uh, you know, this is for your own information here. So everybody, you're listening anyway, but I'm giving this to Adam for his, for his purposes there. I can't say where this source comes from, but this source here is from the Middle East, and it's not in Israel. But I was talking with John more recently about sleeper cells. John was asking me, can you confirm there are Iranian sleeper cells in America? And I said, yes, but they're not what you think. It's not the Iranian people that are working for the Iranian government right now. It's the Iranian Mujahideen who are backed by John Bolton, Pompeo and the entire Trump administration, exactly. they are the sleeper cells in America, right. and they're preparing to do like what they called the Al-Qaeda attack, which was really more done by Israel than it was Al-Qaeda. Yeah, we've brought them in by design on purpose. Uh, the Muslims came in in mass under Obama, and I'm not saying they haven't continued to come in under Trump, uh, but because the the border's been wide open all of it's by design on purpose and at that future date when they're activated as i've been saying for years when they're green lighted they're going to be given carte blanche you go out and, and you know you you create as much havoc and chaos and as you possibly can you kill as many infidels as you want and like you said the trump administration pompeo they're all on board with this stuff because that's how they're going to bring their new world order out of the chaos that they're creating when the motto of the 33rd degree Freemason, order out of chaos. All of this is being pre-positioned. These demonic assets are being pre-positioned by design on purpose to be activated. Most likely, and I, I hate to say this, but probably, and I hope it's, I hope we have years, but it could be very soon. I mean, we, if, if, if this thing with the Middle East goes hot and we go into World War III, that's all that I've, I've said this before in the last few months. That's all the excuse the Iranians are going to need to in order to activate their sleeper cells already on our soil. And it's just not going to be Iranian sleeper cells. It's going to be Islamic sleeper cells in general that have been chomping a bit at the bit to kill the great Satan and the infidels under the great Satan, which is America, for decades. But they're preparing to do attacks on this nation, blame it on Iran, but it would be the Muyadin that are doing it. 
Well, I had no idea that the source that I have from that part of the world was listening to that broadcast, but he sent me a private message and he said, Steve, you were spot on. He said, that is who the sleeper cells are. It's not the regular Iranian people. These are those extremists. They're working with the U.S. government and they will do those acts against this nation. Hmm. To drive America into a war. Different subject altogether. But have anyway, uh, are you familiar with Barry Chalmish? But I mean, that heavily relates to the first part of the study where we were talking about, you know, Israel now doing everything they can do, it sounds like, to provoke Iran and Syria and Lebanon into World War III. And they know that America is going to have to join in. That's been the, the plan. And America and the allies and... And then there's the Axis powers and the Allies and, you know, that whole scenario. So, man, we could be right on the cusp of it. A little bit. Uh, he used to be a personal friend uh, of ours, but he was a, a journalist. Israeli uh, journalist. He's Israeli. the one who wrote the book, Who, 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 uh, who Killed Yitzhak Rabin. Right. He died about two years ago. Uh, we believe he was killed, but... Um, he had to live in the United States because he was under danger in, in Israel because he was exposing too much truth. And he wrote the book about giants in Israel or fallen angels in Israel. He has a whole wow. book on this wow. where he's proving accounts. Barry Chamish wrote a whole book about this, of giants in Israel. Israeli government officials talking to these entities in Israel, so that's very interesting. And just recently we got a package from someone and they sent me this book, so I'm looking forward to actually read it and we can maybe talk about this next time, Steve, right. after I read it, what's in it. So we got, Yeah, we got more, we got right. more than just a package, boy. <laughs> Stop. Well, well, on the DNA uh, collection, uh, it, I've heard that they collect it all at birth. Also, um, you know, there's all the genealogy with 23andMe and Ancestry and stuff. And it's just such crazy times we're moving into with like the CRISPR gene editing and nanotechnology that the whole uh, artificial intelligence and, and like the neuro Neuralink thing that Elon Musk just announced or did his presentation on and like DARPA super soldier programs and stuff. Wow. So there's uh, we're, we're living in a dystopian uh, sci-fi world right now, it seems yeah. like. Right. Okay. Uh, anything else from these last three videos, or last four maybe? I'll tell you some better stuff later when it's just the two of us. <laughs> no, you're teasing the people. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I forget everybody else is watching. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 back on the, the Maimonides and uh, why Trump and so many Christian Zionists are totally like in bed with the ultra-Orthodox. Um, I, I wanted to show this real quick just so people, if they hadn't seen it before, okay. that Trump is completely funding funding these groups right. and completely associated. It's not just Senator. It's, uh, it's a uh, news headline, Harats, Trump to endorse Shabbat movement, which is the most radical sect of this Judaism, uh, which Jared Kushner and Ivanka are card-carrying members, which is basically high-level luciferianism where you know the kabbalah is the highest you know thing they follow the highest level of jewish witchcraft in the talmud so trump to endorse the shabbat movement in an event attended by jewish leaders i mean he's I, I, i'm i've seen a lot of evidence and a lot of people have come out and said trump is he's converted he's converted a long time ago 
I mean, he, he said in his book in 2003, I've given, I've shown the excerpt from the book, you know, and I, um, my Kabbalah teacher was such and such and such, and he goes on like it's a matter of fact thing. I'll give you a screenshot from the book. I've done that in two different teachings. So he's a Kabbalist. And if you're a Kabbalist, you know, the Shabbat Lubavitch is, is the, the religion, most likely the religion of choice regarding Judaism. Dancing out in front. And, and why would they be helping them so much when they're all about the Moshiach and they're supposed to be about Jesus? Right, exactly. So Trump's son in law, yes, yes. Thousands to Chabad, that's right. They're both Trump and Kushner are supporting Chabad. Yeah. You Not know, to mention Ivanka. Let me is, tell you though why this is going converted. on. And, and you know, sadly enough, Adam, what's, what's happening, what's so sad, is that Christians don't realize how dangerous this organization can be. Uh, okay, and that's where I had had it to cut off there so you can listen to the whole interview it's it's a hour and 41 minutes that was just i kind of cherry picked that out of the middle there which is kind of talking about you know israeli intelligence working with fallen angelic entities some claim they're in over their head so uh that's where i'm going to stop for today because the the next report i have is is really shifting gears in a different direction and it's not going to mesh well with this so i'm about 44 minutes into this anyway so um I'm going to end here. God bless you, and we will see you in the next study.